I was wondering while reading the text of today's session, Tav Prasad Sevai from Nitanim. I was thinking about the blind worship of God. How do we know that we do not slip into that blind worship? And our worshipping and chants do not become mere repetition. Then he has quoted a verse from the 5th Mahala Rehras Sahib nickname. Sir Sir Rijak Sambhai Thakur Kahai Manabhav Kariya. The Lord provides sustenance to everyone. Then why should you worry my mind? And so Thomas is asking. How do we engage in compassionate talk with our mind instead of judging it? Thank you very much for your help, Thomas from Hungary. When the gurus are saying the Lord provides sustenance to everyone, then why should you worry my mind? And what does it mean? You see, look at the great material world that does not operate with a sense of I. Look at the rivers, look at the stars the galaxies, the entire universe. There is no sense of I. And yet you know how old the stars and the suns and the moons are. Even without an I sense to take care of them, they are there. Forget about somebody else being there to take care of them, even they are not there to take care of themselves. Do the sun and the moon take care of themselves? How old are they? How old are they? How old are they? Billions of years old. And you take so much care of yourself. How old are you? How old are you? With all the care, you would not cross a century. Without any care, they exist and will continue to exist long after you are gone. Hmm? So that's the world without the eye. Then there is the world that has only the prakritic eye. The 
the world in which the eye sense is extremely rudimentary. The eye sense is so underdeveloped that there are not even individual names. Trees, germs, all the bacteria, all the little, little things, and then the animal kingdom. Of all the living beings on the earth, human beings constitute just 0.01%, you know. 99.99% of living beings do not have the kind of ego that human beings have. In the sense that they cannot worry. Man is the only one that has a worrying ego. Man is the only one that has an ego that looks into the future. Other living beings on the earth have a very nominal and minimal ego. All that it wants is to be alright currently. So some food should be there and that is alright, enough for the day and maybe some sex. Beyond that, thing is to be demanded. Give some food to any animal and see how it relaxes. It will never worry about what is going to happen next. And when you go to a form of I that is even lesser than that found in animals, the numbers are even more colossal and they are all doing well for themselves. By our yardstick, we may judge them and say, oh no, they are just pathetic little beings. But for themselves, they are doing just perfectly fine. You would not meet anybody in the jungle who is cribbing about the situations. You know, this and that. You would have probably never wondered about it. But there is never any Kaliyuga in the jungle. No sparrow would ever say, oh, it is Kaliyuga. Things have gone so bad. The crow just took away a little bit of my food. Their things are just as they are. Nobody is complaining. Animals might get hunted, might get killed. But they are still alright, they carry on. Hmm? So the rivers and the mountains and the galaxies are being taken care of without any eye. The bacteria 
and the little things in the oceans are being taken care of with hardly any eye and the birds and the animals are being taken care of with very little eye. Even among human beings where there is a pronounced eye even the evildoers who are 99.99% of human population are being taken care of. First of all, 99.99% population of the earth is non-humans and they are being taken care of. And the great universe which is all just material is being taken care of. And among the 0.01% humans, 99.99% are fools who are still being taken care of. Does it happen that if you do not worship the God, a great rock falls on your head? Does it happen? Hmm? You are walking down the road and you ignore the temple. Does it happen that a celestial lion jumps upon you from the skies, bites away your nose, so that the entire world comes to know how big and infidel you are, no-nosed? Does it happen? So even the evil ones are being taken care of, the insentient ones are being taken care of, the hardly sentient one being taken care of and among the sentient ones even the ill-doers are being taken care of. You might be somebody who spits in the face of truth but still you will get oxygen to breathe or would you not? Does God punish you by withdrawing oxygen from your lungs? Does it happen? You may keep cursing God. You may totally not only deny the existence of God, you may go and spit at temples and mosques. You say these are places where the Satan lives. These are places of great darkness and illusion. Still, you would get sunlight in plenty. You would get air. Nothing would be denied to you. The one you are trying to deny is still taking care of you, irrespective of your haughty attitude towards him. In fact, he is proving his presence by taking care of you, irrespective of your foolishness. Are you getting it? So the Guru is saying, the Lord provides sustenance to everyone. Then why should you worry my mind? Do you see how broad this everyone is? Now you still want to worry? Remember that even your worries won't outlast your physical age. And the moon is a billion years old. 
you are worrying about dying the joke is that even the worry would die so when worry comes to you and tells you you are going to die turn back and tell it you too are going to die who are you to tell me i would die the thing is i would outlast you before i die you would die look at the foolish worry all it has is a lifespan of 2 minutes and it is trying to threaten you into thinking that you are so evanescent oh you are going to disappear dear worry please take care of yourself hmm when we were kids we used to play a game there would be one fellow who would be blindfolded hmm and he would say ghoda jamal khai what would he say ghoda jamal and his his job was to continuously say so there were two teams his own team was there to guide him and warn him against the opposite team the opposite team's task was to hit him in the back and if he could be hit in the back then he was out and if he could touch the one who had come to hit him then the fellow who had come to hit him would be out but he could not see who was coming to hit him he could not see who was coming to hit him because he was blindfolded so the fellow is blindfolded and the opposite team is trying to come to him to touch him in the back and if they could succeed in touching him in the back he would be out whereas if he could be warned in advance by his own team members then what would he do he would touch them before they could touch him because before they could touch him in the back and then the other team so this fellow's task was to continuously keep saying ghola jamal and his team's task was to tell him piche dekho mar khai now all he could say is ghola jamal khai and the team was to say piche dekho mar khai and piche dekho mar khai was to be said only when somebody was approaching and if somebody is approaching from the left then it was the task of the team member on the left to say 
घोड़ा देखो सो दैट दिस फेलो कुड गेस not only the fact that somebody was approaching but also the direction from where somebody was coming so if the sound is coming from this side it means there is somebody here if the sound is coming from behind it means somebody has already approached my bike if the sound is coming from there i'll extend my hand and try to touch him there so very crucial word you know just sprung up we were talking of worries piche dekho mar kai You do not even know who is coming to assault you, and all you are uttering is nonsense. Ghoda Jamal Khai, and that too with such gusto. Ghoda Jamal Khai, and then a little voice quips from the right. Piche dekho mar Khai. That's what you should tell your mind. What are you threatening me with? Look at this entire show. Who is coming and who is going? What are all these worries about? Is your little existence even a blink in the eye of the celestial things? The moon has seen you since you were an ape, or even before that. Same moon. Take that. What were you? An ape, and the moon was watching over you, and you were worrying about existence. What will happen? what happened to the ape nothing the ape became you what will happen to you nothing you will turn into something else but the ape was still better than you at least it was not worrying without worrying the ape became a man with all his worries man fails in becoming even an ape I repeat, the Lord provides sustenance to everyone. Then why should you worry, my mind? It's a liberating statement, Thomas. It means that your precious time and energy are to be redeemed from the wasteful act of worrying. What is worrying? Worrying is nothing but an unauthorized. concern for results first of all it is a concern for results secondly it is an unauthorized concern for results you are trying to speculate about something you are not authorized to think about you have no authorization no locus and i to think about the future to think about everything that will happen in the future including the results of this and that and your actions and still you are speculating about them that is worrying of course worrying is the other name of hope when you think negatively about the future you call it worry when you think positively about the future you call it hope so worrying is just as equally bad as hoping
conserve your energy train your thoughts discipline your little self time is precious attention is precious to waste time it is not necessary that you must do something wasteful it is just enough to worry you can sit on your armchair doing absolutely nothing and still you can waste an enormous length of time can't you what are you doing no you are doing something more than doing you are worrying it is no ordinary action it is hell of an action it is called worrying i can call it being pensive being brooding being whatever a lot of good looking names can be given to worrying you can call it intellectual activity having conserved having conserved yourself get down to doing the right thing what is the right thing now that i am available to myself now that i am available to right action let me simply get into the right action what is the right action look at where darkness is and dispel it look at where falseness is and fight it look at where bondages are and liberate yourself and you cannot do that if you have the future in mind if you have the future in mind then the mind is not available for the great task